Lobby, going up. Have you ever gone to dinner at your girlfriend's house and her parents are kind of like fucking being all judgy and shit? And like for so, for some uncontrollable fucking reason, you want to pull your dick out and wave it at them to, Every, to, 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 to fucking like fucking exhibit some sort of dominance. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm in charge here now. Yeah. This is my home. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's not just me then. 69th floor. Balderdash Studios. Coming to you from high atop the mendacious building in beautiful downtown Chattanooga. It's the Balderdash Syndicate. And now here's your hosts, Chip and James. And we're back. Well, not really back, because uh, we were never here before. Well, we were kind of here before. We've been doing this for a long time now. <laughs> uh, due to the incompetence of our shitty producer, Paul. Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not Chip. And I'm not James. And this is the Balderdash Syndicate. It for sure is the Balderdash. It has been the Balderdash Syndicate for, what, six months now? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, just so everyone knows, we have six months worth of content. And we're not releasing any of it. <laughs> Most certainly not. It is uh, the... I, it's it's pretty rough. So we have a... a uh, what would we call him? I'd, I'd want to say engineer or producer, but yeah. he has not done either of those things He's yet. He's produced a terrible podcast so far. His name is Paul, yep. and we do not like him. At all. Uh, that's kind of our, our thing, is putting him down. <laughs> And saying terrible things about him, and getting other people to say terrible things about him too. It makes the show. It makes the show what it is, and Paul really likes it a lot. Yeah. He 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 does enjoy it. He enjoys the support and the love. He's a sexual deviant. He most certainly is. Uh, he's for sure on a list somewhere. Speaking of lists, I have a list of things that Paul has said around the office that are completely inappropriate. So the UPS lady comes in here, mm-hmm. and. These are some of the things he likes to say to her. Uh, I like my coffee like I like my women, sealed in an airtight bag and in the freezer. (laughs) All right. Uh, You might want to call a bomb squad because there's going to be an explosion in your anus. (laughs) Yeah, and what's bad is I actually heard him say that one. (laughs) (laughs) This is one I heard him say to the UPS guy. Uh, there's a tornado come in my basement, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear him say that. The last one I did hear him say. Uh, oh, hi. The voices in my head told me to come over and talk to you. <laughs> I can uh, see that. He fucking walks up behind you and puts his hands on your shoulders and sniffs your fucking hair and says, I smell that you are in season. Do you want to breed? All right. <laughs> Or, I actually think that's what he did to both of us when we <laughs> met him. Yeah. You know, I thought that it would it just meant it would be fucking a good time, but he's fucked this podcast up so badly. Yeah, he's great with a camera, though, like doing video and stuff. He, yeah. he knows the best angles. He's got everything. that giant 1970s fucking shoulder-mounted camera. Yes, where like you have to put the sheet <laughs> over your head and the back end of the camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but anything, rela- anything audio-related, he just... He can't do it. How, have you heard this one? My my couch pulls out, but I don't. Yes, I have. He told me that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to be friends with your insides. All right. This <laughs> says like, uh, what's his, this sounds like, uh, what, what the hell's his name? Is it Buffalo Bill? Last time I saw a body like yours, I was burying it in my basement. Okay. Uh, I'd uh, suck a fart out of your ass. All right, this is getting out of hand. Can we move <laughs> on to something else? Hold on. We're almost ready. Oh, this is one he said to my mom. I'm working on a porn site. Want to be in my first video? All right. <laughs> What'd she say? Uh, well, she's not my mom anymore. Oh. <laughs> uh, you're so hot, you melt the plastic in my underwear. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm the new milkman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good end. <laughs> Stop there. Okay. And he that said, is why Paul sits in the room next to us, and he is not allowed at the table. 
At some point, he'll quit. Hopefully. All right. Oh, man. Can we go back to the whole nickname thing? Sure. Can we do that real quick? Friends with friends with weird nicknames? Yeah. What's, what's, tell me what kind of nicknames you got for either you or your friends. Uh, Bird was about it, I think. Wow. Yeah. I think that's it. Bird. Because he looked like Big Bird. He was a big, tall, blonde dude. Wow. I did. Uh, <clears throat> I think I was in like sixth grade. And they kept. I was new to school. I kept moving around a lot when I was new to this one school. And this girl kept hassling me, asking me what my name was. And I don't know why I didn't want to tell her. Mm-hmm. So I, they just started calling me George. Yeah. I guess I look like a George. <laughs> You do. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Um, I disappeared, and like me and this dude disappeared. We fucking went on a long ass fucking hike, and we didn't come home from school. Mm-hmm. So the the kid's mom went to my house, and my mom answered the door, and she goes, "Hey, are you George's mom?" Oh yeah, I do. Speaking of nicknames, being a kid with a nickname. <clears throat> uh, Chip is not a nickname. That is my legal name. Yeah, just so you know. Well, what I was saying was that, like, depending on who's known me and how long they've known me, like, I've had different. It's all different variations of James. Mm-hmm. Jams. Yeah, Jams. Jamis. JJ. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> JJ the Wonder Machine. You look like a JJ. <laughs> Makes um, me want to give you a high five. My dad has the same name I do. Uh, and his whole family calls him Pat. Yeah, that makes. Well, sense. they don't call him that anymore. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why this. Why? Yeah. Okay. I don't my know why my whole job here. Weird. <laughs> Paul's whole job is to try to ruin the fucking audio and and uh, sell us out to other podcasts and all and, that shit. My whole job is to try to constantly bring this thing to a screeching halt. With like, uh, yeah, my dad's dead. <laughs> yeah, you let's talk. To... Let's talk about our feelings. <laughs> yeah, you make it. You make it uh, as awkward as you possibly can. I uh, think my job is just to react to the awful things that you say, <laughs> and then I have to defend you to my friends and family. I'm telling you, he's not racist. <laughs> he's just misunderstood. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you believed as a kid? Craziest thing I ever believed. Yeah, I think I talked to you about this a lot. Doing pulling the lawn con because you have kids, mm-hmm. starting starting now and feeding them misinformation so that like when they get older, it'll just they'll suddenly realize that you lied to them for twenty years. Mm-hmm. My son had that with. The, I think I talked to you about this. My son had that thing with the. Uh, it was a button in my. I had a Saturn mm-hmm. back when Saturns were cool and, <laughs> mm-hmm. and <laughs> as on. if they were ever cool. <laughs> yeah. But it was a button, like one of those buttons that wasn't assigned to anything. Yeah. And he asked what it was, and I told him, don't touch it because it's hooked up to your seat. It's an ejector seat. Yeah. And it was like five years later, he was in the car with with a kid and told the kid, don't touch that button because he still believed that that's what it was. I'd never told him any different. Yeah, you need to like lay in a lot of those little Easter eggs with your child now that they're young. Well, my uh, my like, old if, my like, oldest. If you have sex is... before you get married, your vagina fall off. Yeah, lots <laughs> of stuff like. See, that's what I'm telling my kids right now. They're young. Yeah. They're under five. Yeah. But so my oldest one, she's starting to figure out my lies now because <laughs> one day, <laughs> a couple months ago, we had a fire uh, and uh, mom and I, dad aren't wrestling. <laughs> Well, we had a fire outside, and I told her, I said, now, I said, if you ever meet anybody that's afraid of fire, they're actually a witch. (laughs) So she goes to my dad's house, (laughs) and they're having a fire, and my brother stops by with his kids. Uh And, of course, my kids got a stick trying to fling hot coals out of the fire at the other kids. Right. To see who's uh, a witch. Yeah, and my brother, my (laughs) brother's going, Aubrey, put that stick down. Put that down. Quit doing that. And she drops a stick and looks at him. She goes, are you a witch? <laughs> and my brother's like, what? Yeah, that's, you don't want to, don't explain it. <laughs> um, one of the craziest things I believed as a kid was like how we're in this room talking right now. Uh-huh. If I was to leave this room, you yeah. would just like freeze and you wouldn't move or anything until I come back in this room. I thought there was only people out doing things. When, when you were seeing them. Yes, when I was looking at it. So if I was in Walmart on one side of the store... 
See, the everybody only- on the other side of the store was frozen in place, like freeze tag, waiting for me to come in, for them to come into my view. And then they're like, oh, we're shopping. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Truman Show. Yes. Your whole world yes. was like the Truman yeah. Show. The other craziest thing I ever believed was I thought when you flew on an airplane, I didn't think that plane like really came down from the sky. <laughs> I don't know how you you're going to have to explain that. I don't know how you got in the plane, uh-huh. but I knew those planes just flew around all the time. Kind of like there's just like clockwork. There's just planes that fly in a big loop from one place to another. And somehow you got to get on there. And when it's time to get off, they give you a parachute. And you just <laughs> and they fucking take land. You to the exit. And they kick your ass off the plane. My dad was a uh, paratrooper, so he, that's exactly what he told me happened. Oh, yeah. Well, so like my mom did a... Uh, if mom, you don't get off of your airplane like that, you are a pussy. <laughs> when I was a little kid... Go get me a beer. When I was a little kid, my mom did travel nursing. And uh, she went to Hawaii. And I remember asking my dad, I was like, when is mom going to be back? He was like, well, you know, she's... Or I was like, how'd she get there? He's like, well, she flew on a plane. I was like, how's she going to get back? He's like, she's going to fly on a plane. <laughs> and I'm standing in the driveway looking up. I'm like, she's going to land right here? <laughs> like, she jumps out up there and lands here? And he's like, no, dumbass. <laughs> There's an airport. I'm like, what's an airport? Is, a, is it a common fucking phrase around your house? No, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is. <laughs> I got that a lot throughout my life. Yeah. Put that down. Stop touching that. What are you doing? <laughs> no, dumbass. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> Chip, you're five years old. You should know about economics. You know, <laughs> you get that big, big bathtub, and I was thinking about that the other day. I, I haven't taken a bath since I was a kid. I can tell. And I, well, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Besides being a big dude and not being able to fit in, like, the, I can fit in them. But, like, there's no point in it. Yeah. Right? Like, I put, like, a gallon of water in the fucking thing, and I sit in it, and it fucking rises to the top. Yeah. When I was a little kid, there was a girl that lived behind me that my parents were, and their parent, her parents were, like, really good friends, and they stuck us in the bathtub together. Yeah. And uh, I took a shit in the tub. Have you have you experienced that with your daughters yet? They take a fucking shit in the tub? No? No, my kids love me. <laughs> <laughs> they would never do that to me. <laughs> I did that when I was a kid. I remember doing it too. That's weird. <laughs> shit in the tub. Yeah. Do you remember taking and and I had when my son was little. I would I found that like showing them the like most basic simple shit was fascinating. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I remember doing when I was a kid was you take the empty shampoo bottle and you fill it up with water and you squeeze it and it squirts out like a squirt gun. Mm-hmm. And when I showed my kid that, he thought that was the greatest fucking thing in the world. And he was like, he always wanted an empty shop shampoo bottle in the tub. Mm-hmm. And then I come in one day, and he's got his dick in the shampoo bottle to squeeze the fuck out of it. And I'm like, All okay. Right. I'm pretty sure this is illegal. <laughs> I don't think we can talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I don't have those issues. <laughs> no, well, you might. Yeah, but like there was all there was all kinds of like just fascinating things that were fascinating to little kids that you're like I can't believe that I'm fucking like I'm a genius all of a sudden like yeah. showing them shit. Have you broken out a laser pointer and oh yeah for sure sit on the couch? Yeah. Go oh, get yeah. it. No, I don't do that to them. I wait till they're playing and I get out the laser pointer because we got a cat. Oh, and, and then I shine it on the kids' back so that the cat's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what else we got on the schedule for today, Uncle James? Oh, we could drink a beer. It's beer time with Chip and James. One is a jerk and the other's insane. It's beer time with Chip and James. Which one will pull their dick out? Beer time. And coming from the Naked River Brewing Company, we're drinking the Cosmic Turtle IPA, New England, 6.2% alcohol. Was it alcohol by volume? I'm awful at this. ABV? ABV. ABV? Alcohol by volume. Correct. Sounds like a venereal disease. ABV. ABV. I got the ABV. I slept with that hooker and called it ABV. Anyways, <laughs> that 33 on the IBU. I don't think they're going to like us talking about their beers like that. <laughs> it's a 33 on the IBU scale. If you sponsor us, we will stop talking shit about your beers. <laughs> and that is our approach for sponsorships with everything. Oh, by the way, Nike's a fucked up company. Yeah. And if you and we'll, we're going to start talking about how Nike has fucking like little children sewing their shoes. And if they... Uh, if they want us to stop doing it, they'll pay for our podcast. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Uh, if you want us to quit saying terrible things about all your breweries, <laughs> send us a check. <laughs> um, so, so our Cosmic Turtle Hazy New England IPA is our new River Series IPA that benefits the Tennessee Aquarium's turtle exhibit and helps with keeping our local turtles from going extinct. Yeah. Made with blood oranges, unique hops, the aroma and flavor are both fruity and floral, which and they are. And maybe... Maybe it'll keep the fucking aquarium open. Yeah, because the aquarium hopefully. is struggling right now. I hate that. The breweries are struggling right now too, and they're giving some of their fucking money to the aquarium to keep that yeah, open. I know. Yeah, I, I hate. It's sad for everybody. I hate it. Yeah, everybody just needs to grow up, start going out and getting drunk. <laughs> getting drunk and going to the aquarium. That's that that. That's kind of what I did. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) Well, we did that too. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. We went. uh, My son. My son was here, and we went uh, hopping. We started. Started actually. Started the day at Naked River. Uh Um, Hung out, drank a few beers, went uh, to a few places. Ended up. Where did we go? Oh, we were. Fucked up by the time we got to, uh, we tried to go to Loopy's, but Loopy's was closed and went to Mellow Mushroom. And mm-hmm. I guess on the weekends, they close off the roads yeah. right in front of the aquarium mm-hmm. and they put tables and shit out there for so all the- So can sit out in the yeah. street. Yeah. So it's fucking awesome. It's yeah. a beautiful day, right? We have, we initially went over to the aquarium and we weren't able to get in until like one thirty and it was like nine or it wasn't nine it was probably like maybe ten eleven o'clock yeah so I said well let's go load up on some food and get some more beer and by the time we go to the aquarium we'll be good and fucked up and then uh, of course we decided to take some mushrooms before <laughs> how'd that go before mellow mushroom <laughs> um, <laughs> mellow mushroom turns out. Not so mellow. <laughs> so so we're sitting there, right? We're sitting at this table outside. It's a fucking gorgeous day. And we've got this girl who is coming I like all the way out to us mm-hmm. to take our order and shit. And she has this, uh, it's a, it's like a little burnout hop mm-hmm. where she kind of gives you the thumbs up and does a little like a head bob. Mm. Right? Yeah. It's like the only time I've ever seen it is for from fucking stoners. Yeah. So we start talking to her and she's like, yeah, we're fucking places. <laughs> fucking mellow mushroom. Yeah, My, yeah. We know what's up, yeah. right? She knew what was up. Oh yeah, I'm sure right? she did. She could tell. In the, we were the, by the panic on your face. Yeah. Well, no, we weren't panicking. We were all having a really good day. Like I was yeah. super fucking like, just hanging out and like really uh, enjoying the day. It was freaking gorgeous, right? Uh, ordered ordered some food. I think I ordered a sub. I have no fucking idea. I know I ordered something. I paid for something. I ate something. I don't know what I did. Not sure what happened after that. But at one point, this homeless dude targeted us. Mm-hmm. He comes over and he then he says, uh, "Hey, do you have any money? Can you give me some money?" And we are all non-confrontational, super relaxed. And he goes, first he goes to my son. My son's like, no, no, I don't, don't, no, don't have any money. Goes to my son's friend, no. And then I said, no, no. And he just stood there and we stood, sat there and we're all just looking at him and he's looking at us. And there's yeah. like, there's zero anger going on coming at him. Yeah. And I don't think he knew how to process that. Yeah. And we really didn't, like, almost didn't even realize he was there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we were all in our own <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. So he goes, he goes, uh, out of nowhere, he goes, well, buy me some food! <laughs> Just fucking angry as hell. Like, he didn't know how to process this, like, no confrontation shit. Yeah. So he just lashed out at us. So, buy me some fucking food! And we're like, and and right back at him, it was like, no, nah, no, we're not going to do that, man. Yeah, I'm not so really like, interested. Yeah. <laughs> And you know it's it's, it's, not, it's not it's not really you it's 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 me. Yeah. <laughs> it would be so hard to reach into my pocket right now. And, yeah. And, oh, by the way, could you go away, man? Our food's coming. <laughs> All right. We don't. We really want you watching us. <laughs> and then, and then, of course, there was like 15 minutes of us going. 
mm, like fucking like eating our food <laughs> while this dude walked he walked away and he was try, trying to hit up other people right yeah. he was mentally unbalanced for sure but he goes then he sat like 20 feet away from the to the table and yeah. started going <laughs> right mm-hmm. so i as calmly I didn't get mad, which is unusual because normally I would have thrown the table at him. Oh, yeah. But I said, you know, regardless of how it happened right now, if I get COVID, that's who I come looking for. <laughs> right? Yeah. I said, and he's out here on the street. There's really nowhere for him to hide. Yeah. I'm going to find him. Yeah. If I get COVID, like even if it's six months from now and I get COVID, <laughs> I'm coming back to that fucking, fucking dude. Asshole. Right? Yeah. Uh so that's then we then we we you know we we had some more conversations with a girl. Did you know that if you go into the mellow mushroom, uh, as you walk in on the left hand side, there's this giant like I don't even know if it's a painting. I thought it was a quilt, but it's probably not a quilt because I was on mushrooms. You know, of the dude the from Big Lebowski, there's a giant. I yes, mean, yes, you, you seen yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. But did you know that there's a second dining room that like they? I, I guess I've never seen it open, but I. For whatever reason, I was on mushrooms and wandered in there. Mm-hmm. And it's a whole wall with like big bowling pins and the big Lebowski theme in this room. Where and at? Like if you walk in the front door. As soon as you walk in the front door, you go to the right uh-huh. and around the bar. Instead of going all the way to the back of the room where the bathrooms are, with a fucking very colorful hallway in front of the bathrooms, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to point that colorful. out. Uh, if you go right to the right, to the end of the bar, and you hang a left, there's a, a room in there. And um, and that's when the girl says, yeah, hey. that's where we've always hey, sat at every time we've went. Can I help you with something? That's when she come in and asked me uh-huh. if she, and I said, no, this is cool, though. <laughs> and then, then I also saw a dude, there was a lady sitting at the bar. And her kid, and her kid had to be like nine, ten years old, mm-hmm. and then a dude. And the lady gets up from the bar, and she takes the kid by the hand and starts walking him to the bathroom. And I'm going to the bathroom. This is when I see this. Yeah. So they're ahead of me. So I'm following this lady and this kid, right? And he goes. The kid goes to reach for the men's room door just ahead of me, and she pulls him into the ladies' room. Yeah. And I was going, wow, I wonder if she pulled him into the ladies' room because she didn't want him going into the men's room with my big goofy ass. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Right? She made it weird. I didn't make it weird. If I want to go and watch a fucking R-rated movie with a bunch of fucking Boy Scouts, that's my. That's not my problem. That's your problem. You're the one that made it weird. Anyway. <laughs> the- Correct. Yes. I'm behind you 100%. <laughs> yeah. We are the number one Nambla podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and here's a word from our sponsor at the Chattanooga Catholic Church. <laughs> so I go back and the dude, I had noticed when I when the, she grabbed the guy, the kid by the hand. And he's too fucking old to be going to the bathroom by him, not being able to go to the bathroom by himself. Yeah. And apparently this dude had been sitting there listening to her telling him, like wiping his face and doing all this shit. So when they got up, the dude kind of shook his head. And I noticed that he was shaking his head like in fucking disgust. And I walked by and I go, I said, I said, you think that kid's too old to be going to the bathroom with his mom, huh? He goes, God damn right. (laughs) I'm like, okay. So I read that whole situation correctly. Yeah. Um, While on mushrooms. On mushrooms. Yeah. I think, I think that that had a lot to do with it. Like you catch all kinds of shit. Yeah. You do mushrooms. It like, it totally, it, it like it opens your third eye. Yeah, you know, uh, there was a conversation that happened that if you take mushrooms and you've been, if you're open, like on a normal basis, if you're just open to shit, like if you're not closed-minded at all, Mm -hmm. and you're just open, that mushrooms don't have much of an effect on you. Really? But I'm not sure that that. that's true. That might have just been the mushrooms talking. All right. (laughs) But then we went to the the aquarium, mm-hmm. and when you walk in, they're they're doing the face mask thing, and they're wiping everything down. And there's a dude there um, at the head of the stairs who puts his hand up and he says, "Wait, it's not the stairs; it's an escalator that goes yeah. way the fuck up." Yeah, he goes, "Wait," and you got to wait until the people that went ahead of you 
are off the escalator completely. Yeah. And then you get on the escalator. With your little group. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then you get all the way to the top of the escalator, and there's all the people that have piled up in that piled one up. fucking room. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They're like, so stupid. But. Yeah, I get it. It was very, very interesting. Like, uh, uh, th- there was some things there that I'd never seen, mm-hmm. you know, which is unusual. Like uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not I, surprised. I know we went to the zoo as well. And uh, I guess there's a... It's not bad. There was a thing there too, the clouded leopard. Mm-hmm. Um, they have yeah. a crow. Did you see the crow? No, I didn't see the crow. They've got a crow. It's a small zoo. It Yeah, but they, they have a crow. <laughs> got a lot of shit in that zoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was something about... Uh, oh, so the three of us are standing there in front of the chimps. I guess they're chimps. Mm-hmm. The chimpanzees. And having a full conversation about how when chimpanzees attack, they go and they rip your butt ass off. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. And you're, grab you by the, rip your bottom jaw off, like, so that you can't attack yeah. them. That's how they fight each other yeah. in the wild. And we have this really in-depth thing. And we're, then we start talking about the lady up north that a few years ago got attacked by her chimp. And he's like. Had her face eaten off. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. well, why did they do that? Uh, why did he the the chimp finally do that? Well, because she was feeding it um, drugs and alcohol for so long, she would get basically hang out with the chimp and get high. And then one day, her friend came over and it, it wanted drugs and alcohol, and she said no, and it fucking attacked her friend. Right. So we're having this whole conversation, and then I look over, and there's a family with two little kids sitting there, just wide eyed, going, staring. Oh. Hey, how's it going? Enjoying oh, the guys. zoo? And then um and then on the way out, I see this tortoise and I notice that its back legs got this like a hook thing. And I said, Oh, that must be the hook that hooks onto the female when it's mating. Yeah. And I was completely wrong. Yeah. Because it was the female that had the hook because while we were standing there, the male jumped on it and started banging away. Yep. Going, Ugh! <laughs> and I filmed it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily there were no kids around me because I was I was in full on pornographer mode. Yeah, no, you were you got really it was yeah. I don't know I don't know how to uh I don't know what words to use to describe how you filmed two turtles breeding. <laughs> I even like in the uncut version, you, you, you hear my kid going, What are you doing with that? I said, I'm going to use it for later. You <laughs> just sounded like a cartoon villain. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, we, uh, speaking of the, the homeless thing, normally when we go to Chattanooga, I don't park in the, the little the paid parking lots or whatever. Where do you park? It's up the street somewhere. There's a parking spots that you don't have to pay for? Yeah, it's a long walk. It is a long walk. Oh. But yes, there is. That's a is that we'd have to find out if that's a separate company or like that like the, the it's just some company that came in and bought lots. I doubt they even bought it. They probably just like set up a machine. <laughs> they were like, This is ours. <laughs> that's what I would this do. This is ours now. When I was a kid, excuse me. Uh, and I lived in California for a little while, and this is all before your time, probably. Do you even remember payphones? What's a payphone? Yeah, exactly. I pay for my phone. Yes, I remember payphones. Okay, well, they used to the old ones used to just have a little door where the change would come out. Mm-hmm. And when I was a kid, I used to take a go and take a matchbook cover. You remember matchbooks? So I take a matchbook cover and fold it and shove it up in the coin slot. So that any time change would fall out, it would just be stuck up there. Mm-hmm. And I had a whole route around this town that I lived in, Pismo Beach in California. I would run around and poke my finger up and then the change would drop out because, you know, people's change wouldn't come back to them. It would get stuck up in their thing. And that's how I made money when I was a kid. Well. One of the ways. So we went to Chattanooga and normally I don't today's park. Today's show has been brought to you by the Chattanooga Catholic Church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Need to make some money, kids? <laughs> that's bad there's a cease and desist in the mail yeah we'll add it to the others yeah 
<laughs> Glad we have those sent to the P.O. box we don't check. <laughs> Technically never got them. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I don't know. We don't ever park in one of those paid parking lots. But so one day I was, I, I really, I didn't feel good. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll pay the $40 for two hours of parking. So I pull in the parking lot. Well, they've got it set up now where they don't want you touching the machine to like put in your license plate number and pay and all that. They want you to download the app on your phone oh, yeah. to pay for parking on the app. So I get out of the car and there's this dude coming around the corner looking at me. Like as we pull up, like we pull up and as soon as he comes around the corner, we're parking. And it's like he sees me park and he's like, well, I got to act like I'm doing something to wait on this dude to get out of his car so I can ask him for money. Right. So I'm sitting there. I see him. So, like, I'm stalling. I'm, like, sitting there, like, oh, look at that over there. So I finally get out of the car, and I walk over to the machine to pay. So he, like, walks in the booth with me. And uh, I'm reading the thing. I'm like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, man, you got to. He's pointing at the sign that I'm fucking reading. Like, I've already read the sign. I'm just looking at it, making sure I fully comprehend what it's saying. Right. About to do what this sign says to do. And he's pointing at it. He's like, oh, yeah, man, you got to. Uh, you got to go on Google App Store and download such and such app and put your license. He's reading the fucking sign to me. Yeah. In hopes that like you're, yeah, I'm you're like, fucking oh, illiterate, dude. but you do have money in your pocket. Yeah. I'm like, wow, man, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I can't fucking <laughs> read, but I got the stack of 100s if you want them. Yeah. <laughs> so he <laughs> reads the, he's reading it to me and I know what the, I know what's coming. And I'm like, yeah, I got it. It's like, I'm on my phone. I turn, I'm just like, I'm just fucking leaving. So I turn and walk off. He's like, hey, man, you think, uh, uh, you think you give me some money? You know, I'm trying to get something to eat. And I said, dude, I said, I don't have, cause I, honest to God, I didn't have any cash. I'm right. like, dude, I don't have any money. That's a, you know, there's, uh, there's cities that have given their homeless, uh, they give them QR codes. Really? So that you can donate them money with your phone. <laughs> For real. So I'm like, no, I ain't got any money. He's like, well, how about a cigarette? Let me get a cigarette. I'm like, dude, I don't have a cigarette. And I see this other lady come in and pull up and park. And he sees her. And when I'm saying, no, nah, man, I ain't got a cigarette, he's already walking away. Right. He sees her. So he's going to her. He's like, so he goes over to harass her. And, you know, my wife and kids get out of the car and we leave. We start walking around. So, like, an hour later, we're kind of, so we've parked on the backside of, uh, what is it? Uh, Big River Bar and Grill. Yeah. We've parked on the backside of that. Not over by the aquarium, but on the other side of it. And like, we go out to eat. I think we even went to the aquarium. And we're coming around the backside of Big River where Moe's Barbecue's at. And when we're coming up the sidewalk there, I see that dude come around the building and get into a newer Toyota Tacoma pickup truck. Yeah. And I'm like, you fucking asshole. you got to be shitting me. Yeah, that's why homeless people... Get a lot of shit. Yeah. I've seen that happen before. I've seen that. And there's one lady downtown that has asked me. I know for sure she's been doing it for two years now. Uh, She gets me in the parking lots all the time saying that she needs money to, that her daughter's sick and she needs money to buy a bus ticket to get down to her daughter, wherever her daughter's daughter's at. I had a guy, uh, I used to be a vendor Mm -hmm. and I used to do this, do Walmarts, go into Walmarts and set up their shit. So I go to the Walmart. This dude comes over and he's got a can, a gas can, and says he needs money for gas. That's a scam. Is it? Yeah. It's an old scam. I've seen it. I've, you know. So I said, no, I don't. And, oh, come on. I come, no, you don't. So I come back a week later and he walks up to me again with the same fucking deal. Uh, and I said, dude, I said, you still stuck here? I said, where have you been living? In the fucking, in the parking lot? He says, what are you talking about? Like he didn't recognize me because yeah. he probably hits a hundred people a day. So, and then the third time he hit me, like a few days later, with the same fucking scam, I kind of blew up at him. I'm like, "What the fuck, dude?" I said, "Know your customer, man." <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I've had that happen to me a lot. And there was also a thing where they were stealing. They would go into the Walmart and get on one of the bicycles and just ride the bicycle out of the fucking store, mm-hmm. and then they were. They were getting chased out of parking lots, so they would they would run up on somebody on a bicycle, and and hit them up for money. Mm-hmm. And before the cops could come to kick them out of the fucking parking lot, they were already down the road a mile on their bike. They weren't, you know, they were able to get yeah. out of the area before the cops showed up. 
and I had a dude roll up on me on a bike, and all I did was I saw a dude coming at me out of the corner of my eye and turned around and had a knife in my hand because, you know, I'm waiting. You yeah. know, I'm not waiting, but, like, that's... You know what's happening. Well, I didn't know it was a homeless dude. I just All I saw was a dude coming at me yeah. out of the corner of my eye, and my first reaction is I put my pulled my knife out yeah. and scared the absolute shit out of him. But, yeah. you know, the thing you were talking about where they come up, they... I hate being like all generalizing about it, but yeah, I know. Um, the we were in the Bahamas, and we were up on the on this hill in Nassau, and there's like a big uh, old fort, mm-hmm. and this dude comes up, and this is a while back. Uh, he comes up and he says, he just starts talking, and he goes through the entire history he's walking with us as we're walking through the park he's not leading us he's just we're following us through the park and he's going perfect english this whole diatribe about the history of the fort and i'm thinking in the back of my head i'm listening to it because i'm a history nerd yeah. right but i'm going i wonder if the fucking bahamas is providing these dudes like to like this is a tour guide type of a thing that like you just show up to the fort and then somebody just starts taking you on a fucking tour and i'm like yeah. the fuck is this like and then at the end of it he st- he finishes and he in an extreme stutter right mm-hmm. he's asking for money and i'm like I, and I gave it to him because he memorized yeah. a, a literally like an hour diatribe yeah. on the history of this place. So like all the plaques, all the signs around the park. He's mo- he's it. memorized everything. Yeah. Okay. And like it with not a bit of stutter. And then when it came to just speaking, yeah. he couldn't, he was, he was, he was stuttering like crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, well, fuck dude, you spent the time to re- memorize all this shit. Yeah. You know, you, you've earned it. Yeah. I got a story similar to that. Uh, so my wife's birthday, we went, we stayed the night in downtown. Your wife stutters. You're really bad. I strike <laughs> her for it every time. <laughs> we went and stayed the night downtown, and uh, we started the night off. It was me, her, and one of her friends that uh that haired the dog pub. Right. I'm talking about. Did, you, have, did y'all go there? No. It's pretty good. It's one of the only places I've been in since I've been an adult where you can smoke inside. Really. It's pretty weird. But so we started there. We had drinks there, and then we left there and went to. Oh, I don't know what the fuck we did now. No, we started off and no, we started off there and then went to Mellow Mushroom, and I got drunk over there. They were good, but I got so drunk I had to go back to the hotel room and lay down. They got local beers in there too. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's all I drank. I drank like three or four different IPAs while I was in there after having uh, two nasty ass Michelobes over at Hair of the Dog. I had to go back to the hotel room and lay down, and then I got in the pool to sober up, and then we left and went back out. We went back to the hair of the dog, had a couple more drinks there, and it's later now, like it's starting to get dark. Right. And when we leave there, we're going to leave there and go to Taco Mike and get drinks there and eat. So on the way over there, this dude stops us, and you could tell he was pretty blonde, and he stopped. He was super polite. He said, excuse me. He said, do you do you guys like music? And we're like, oh, God. You got us. Who doesn't like music? We love music. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he was like, "Well," he said, "If you don't mind," he said, "I'm, you know, I'm an aspiring musician, and I do this, and you know, I'm blonde, and I'm just trying to make enough money to get to. I don't remember where. I don't remember exactly what it was. And he was like, uh, "If I, you know, if I do some music for y'all, can you give me a couple dollars?" I'm like, "Sure." He was like, what kind of music y'all like? I'm like, jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a jazz fan at all. <laughs> Just not my thing. I'm like, fucking jazz. Let's hear it, buddy. <laughs> so he plays this. He's like into that, uh, what was it, the acapella stuff? Yeah. So he plays like this. It seemed like a 30-minute long jazz song just with his mouth. But uh, it was. It really It wasn't that bad. It was pretty good. So I gave him, I, was, I, I reached in my pocket. All I had was a 10. Right. But so I gave him a ten dollar bill, <laughs> and while he's like his his song, it wasn't it was pretty long. It was at least four to five minutes long. It was long enough for halfway through. I'm like, I need a fucking cigarette. <laughs> so I pull <laughs> a cigarette out and I'm lighting a cigarette. And he's one of those people. You just meet those people that have to be like super close to you. Like they don't realize how close they're getting. Yeah. So I take a step back, 
and I'm lighting the cigarette, and he like takes a step forward, and so now he's standing right in front of me, and I'm blowing the cigarette smoke right in his face <laughs> as he's doing the song. But so you could tell he was really, really high too. You oh could, yeah, yes, you could also tell he was, he was pretty out of it. So I did make the comment that uh, while we were downtown, because there's a lot of uh, people attempting to be street performers. Yes, that. I'm sure other cities homeless are much more talented than our homeless. <laughs> we should get all the major cities homeless people together yeah. and have a America's homeless has talent. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so I give him the money, I've got a cigarette, and we're like oh, I'm like, all right, well thanks guy, that's pretty impressive, appreciate it. I walk in, he's like, Hey, hey, he's like, uh I uh I can smell your marble. And I'm like, that's fucking impressive, dude. <laughs> I'm like, fuck the music. If you just go around and tell people, like, hey, for $2, I bet I can guess what you're smoking. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, can I get one of your Marlboro Blacks? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you take two. <laughs> so then we go on up the street. We cross. We're at Taco Mac eating like an hour. You're, you're that dude from fucking Marlboro, like that. Like Guinness has those people that if you come in and order, they have a guy that goes around and just his whole job is to order, go into bars and order Guinnesses. And if they pour the Guinness correctly with the little fucking leaf on top, they give the bartender a hundred bucks. Yeah. You're that dude for Marlboro. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. <laughs> That's that dude for Marlboro. He's like, yeah. yeah. So it's like an hour's past now. I'm eating my food and I see somebody coming. It's dark. I mean, it's fucking, it's like midnight. Yeah. <laughs> and I see somebody coming from up the street down the sidewalk and especially if I sit outside and it's that late at night and you're somewhere like downtown, I'm real aware of what's going on around me. So I see this dude coming. Mm-hmm. And, and now he's reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can just tell like it just is kind of unsettling and I'm watching him. And then like when he comes into the, into like the light there on the front of the restaurant, it's fucking it's jazz guy. It's jazz right. dude. Right. And I'm like, oh shit, there he is again. He's motherfucker's still out here, man. He's really out here grinding, making this money. <laughs> and he comes and he walks by. He doesn't even stop. Like he's walking right by. So he slows down. He looks over. He's like, hey, you guys like music? <laughs> and I said, met you an hour ago. He's like, all right. <laughs> he just kept going. <laughs> um, one other story. Well, this is because we were sitting there at Taco Mac. You just there's those people that just can't fucking enjoy anything. Like just. There's no enjoyment. There's no happiness. Like they and they have to ruin everything for everybody else too. Yeah. So like Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so we're sitting there eating, and right there in front of Taco Mac, there's there's like this little uh, it's kind of like a little fence that goes on the outside of the front of the building there, and they have their tables there where you can sit there and eat. And all yeah. That. Well, so right outside of that little fence thing on the very end, there's window sills. They're brick, you know, to the building next door. And there was a cup sitting there, like a white styrofoam cup. Oh, excuse me. And this dude comes walking down the sidewalk behind me. And he's walking down through there. Well, he stops by that window and like props up against the wall there. Like he's just hanging out. And then he looks down at that cup and he picks up the cup and like takes the lid off of it, looks in it, and sees there's nothing in it but ice, and fucking throws the ice out in the road and just throws the cup out in the road. <laughs> dude, I fucking saw that guy the other day. Are you shouldn't be. No. And he did the same thing. Yeah. Oh my god! I said, yeah, he was just walking by. He pulled it out of the garbage can, looked at it, and he he went to like take a sip out of the fucking cup. Yeah, and then that's he what, threw the fucking ice yeah, on the ground, and he yeah. started bitching about ice. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, that's what he did. Is he picked up the cup? It was a styrofoam cup with the lid and a straw in it. He picked up the cup, tried to take a drink out of it. Yeah, I guess nothing came out, so he pulled the lid off, saw it was ice, threw the ice in the road, fucking threw the he's cup. He's very down, mad at ice, and then was just really just stormed off, pissed yeah. off. Yeah, he fucking he. Hispanic gentleman can't stand ice. I don't know what it was. It was dark. It was dark outside. He wasn't dark. It was late at night. Uh, yeah, we're getting canceled. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> hey, do, right. do you uh, do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's, let's take a break. Hold on. Let's take. Let's turn it over to Paul for a little bit. All right. Everyone's drunk. Here, listen to this. Hello, I'm Ellen DeGeneres. If you'd like to hear your ad here, contact Paul at boulder-syndicate at gmail.com. I really hope a lot of you contact him and really make him work for his beer money. Because, as you all know, Paul is a piece of crap. I didn't say shite because I'm a lady. What the fuck are you looking at? I said dance, Nancy boy. 
So what do you think about this beer? I think this beer is good. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, have you watched The Cabin, Burt Kreischer? Yeah. Yes, I have. What did you think about it? I thought, uh, I'm, I honestly, I it was all right. But, um, dude, I don't know what, lately I've really not liked Burt Kreischer a whole lot lately. What? I, I really, I don't know why. It's like he's getting really frat boyish. His humor's. Well, I think what it is, is I think he's always been like that. But and now I know. But they just now have the fan base where he can be like, by the way, guys, this is who I really am. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it is. I, uh, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty funny. It was kind of, some of the stuff was a little over the top, like uh, when fucking, um, uh, when Miss Pat showed up and he gets out of the hot tub naked. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. shit was really funny. And when uh, Bobby Lee shows up with, uh, what's his name? Donnell? Yeah. Rollins? Yeah. Uh, Bobby Lee takes his clothes off and lays on the floor. <laughs> okay, so Bobby Lee came to the Orlando Improv. Mm-hmm. And he's doing his act, and somebody got up in the middle of his act and went to go to the bathroom. So he stops and he says, he he says he says something about the dude leaving as the dude's leaving, and he kind of laughs and he waves and he goes to the bathroom anyway. So while he's in the bathroom, Bobby Lee takes all of his fucking clothes off on stage and yeah. runs out and rubs his ass all over the guy's chair, and sits in his chair and wiggles around and shit, and then goes back up on stage. Stays naked. Mm-hmm. So now this dude's gone to the bathroom. Like, oh, I'll just leave. I'm not going to miss anything. And he comes back and Bobby Lee's on stage with no fucking clothes on mm-hmm. and has rubbed his ass all over this dude's chair. So the dude comes and he's looking and he's like, what the fuck happened when I left? And then he sits in his chair and everybody starts cracking up. Right. And then he's in the middle of his act. And this lady keeps trying to get his attention. Right. And he goes, uh, he finally goes, what? What the fuck could you possibly want? Right? And she goes, I just yeah. wanted to say that me and my friends are here because our friend just died of cancer and she was a really big fan and she <laughs> wanted to be here tonight. <laughs> and he just dropped, he, he looks at her and he goes, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? And he just drops the mic and he walks off the fucking stage. In yeah. classic Bobby Lee fashion. <laughs> I uh, I grew up watching Bobby Lee on Mad TV. Yeah. yeah. I always liked him on there. I thought he was funny. Yeah. I can't remember who it was that they went to. Uh, oh, it's a, a dude down there. He goes, um, he went to California for the first time. And it was back in the early 90s or, you know, around the 90s. So yeah. Andy Dick's on this show. But he, this dude had never seen stand up before. He was when he was younger. He went out to L.A. and he goes to a comedy club. And Andy Dick is up on stage, and Andy Dick is taking his clothes off. Yeah, and he's stapling dollar bills to himself, right? And he's bleeding all over the fucking place. And this dude's like, "Is this what fucking stand up comedy is supposed to be?" <laughs> it's like that was his first experience. And he and for the longest time, he thought, "Well, yeah, you just got to go up there and staple some shit to yourself and bleed all over the fucking place." And uh, when I was growing up, I always thought Andy Dick was really funny, especially in in the, the movies he was in. He was always one of my favorite actors. And then uh, when I became an adult, I realized how fucking st- it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then it's not an act. <laughs> He's not acting yeah. at all. Yeah, I watched, uh, I think it was, I can't remember if it was just an interview or a podcast or whatever, but he's talking about, you know, I never knew that he was gay, but he was talking about being gay, but living with his ex-wife and, and his, his girlfriend. Yes, and his girlfriend. Yeah. But he had a boyfriend across town he was going and staying with. Yeah. And just, I don't know, it was, it was way too much. I don't see how people have so much stuff like that going on. You got to simplify your life. I guess. I, simplify yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have that much shit going on. You've got to simplify your life. I guess so. Okay. Speaking of simplifying your life. Oh, boy, let's hear it. Okay. So, this is, there's two reasons I want to do this. Okay. One is because Paul's been begging me to do it. Uh, and we all know Paul has amazing ideas around here. Right. I really need to come up some with some <clears throat> fucking music for this segment, some intro music for this segment. We'll work on it. Okay. Or we won't. Fucking Paul will. Yeah. Or he's fired. Uh, 
so this is the history of you know what a glory hole is oh of course yeah your favorite your favorite uh subgenre on Pornhub yeah okay so there's a there's a rumor going around that it, the term comes from glass blowing like the hole that you put thing in it gets this white halo around it and they call it the glory hole yeah or the angel hole yeah okay but the very first documented instance of a glory hole was in a court case in 1707 long time ago mm-hmm. uh, at the trials of Thomas Vaughn and Thomas Davis in London England it involved the extortion of a man known in the documents only as Mr. Gilliam which is what I'm going to start calling Paul from now on <laughs> <laughs> at the time it, it was it gay sex frequently led to arrests by members of society by members of the society for the reform the reformation of manners in other words fucking a dude in the ass is just bad manners um, it is. right basically the courts heard that mr gilliam had visited a washroom stall to relieve himself when another man put his penis through a hole in the wall uh, and Mr. Gilliam, surprised by the action, fled the washroom only to be followed by the man who cried out that would that he would have sex with him. And then Mr. Gilliam, when confronted by Mr. Vaughn, who knowing knowing Mr. Gilliam's innocence, threatened to turn him into the police and reveal him to his wife if he didn't pay a sum of money. Basically, it was a blackmail case. This dude yeah. walks into a stall. Mr. Gilliam, whoever the fuck happens to be Mr. Gilliam, in this case, Paul, yeah. sticks his dick through a hole. The guy freaks out and runs. And Mr. Gilliam chases after him. With right? his dick out? I, it doesn't say. I hope. I hope. Um, saying, I'll have sex with you. Right? Mm-hmm. So... The, he tells his friend, and his friend, instead of saying, oh, that's fucking horrible, says, well, if you don't give me some money, I'm going to tell everybody that you did have sex with him. I'm going to tell your wife. I'm going to tell the police. So there was a court case, right? Yeah. Uh, according to the Rutledge Dictionary of Modern American Slang, the first time Glory Hole appears in print is in 1949 uh, with an anonymous published glossary called oh man i'm not going to be able to read this but it is fucking awesome and we should redo it uh swasnart nerfs gay girl's guide refers to a phallic sized hole in a partition between toilet booths sometimes used also as a peephole mm-hmm. right it's it's a glory hole yeah. uh, another reference to glory holes appeared in uh, tea room trade, uh, impersonal sex in public places. It's a controversial book published by a sociologist, Laud Humphreys, in 1970, which he suggests the tea room or bathroom stall as a prime space for men to congregate for sexual fulfillment. It would later appear in the 1977 book, The Joy of Gay Sex, which I I don't know of any of these books, right? Where can you buy that book at, James? I don't know, but we should get a copy. Where did you order it from? Uh, in 2007, Republican Senator Gary Craig of Idaho was involved in a scandal over which uh, the dude that was tapping his foot. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the only reason that it got so big is because he was he had was severely anti-gay, right? Now the reason one of the the other reasons that I bring this up is. Because the Canadian government, or as Paul likes to call it, Gay Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. uh, Has suggested, because of coronavirus, that people actually start using glory holes to have sex so that they're not breathing on each other. Yeah, that makes sense. It's pretty progressive. It is, it is. Chattanooga, um, get on board. Right. Mellow Mushroom, update your bathrooms. Okay. Now, while you're doing this, I need you to look up our Yelp page. Yeah. And see 
because I, f- uh, here's another thing while you're doing that in 2018, Western Australia museum added a historic glory hole to its collection. The hole had been situated in the toilet stall of the Albany highway side of the Gosnells train station, but it was removed and saved in 1997 before the toilet was demolished. So they saved this glory hole in Australia and put it into a museum. Can you find it? Uh, Drake's of Chattanooga. That's the only place on this one list I found of list of nationwide of glory holes. Okay. So for whatever reason, that place was listed as the only place in Chattanooga that has a glory hole. I don't know why. Did you go in? No, I did not go in, but I did I did leave them a review and I'm hoping that everybody else will leave them a review as well all mentioning the glory hole. Yes. So Drake's that, Chattanooga. Right. Wow, that is a big glory hole too. I like how they taped off around the edges so it's not sharp. Yeah. So, I don't know why it's on the list, but I think we should make them famous or at least mild, mildly irritated. So if you're listening to this, get on Yelp and look up Drake's Chattanooga and be sure to leave a review. Uh, We have left a review and attached a photo of the glory hole so you can check it out for yourself. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Lawrence's photo. I need to take a a, a peek. (laughs) Oh, wow. What? And there's plenty of space between the wall and the toilet for you to stand. Yeah. This is pretty good. You know? As you said, this this is pretty. It's pretty progressive. Well, it is so Chattanooga is starting to get on board with this, right? Correct? It is. It's it's okay. absolutely the best way to go if you're wanting to have sex. So let's start with Drake's great beer menu, awesome <laughs> location, and also an excellent glory hole. Yes, not necessarily in that order. Loves and kisses, Paul. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I like it. I like it too. It's fitting. Um, yeah, I just everywhere else doesn't get on board. Uh, fucking Mellow Mushroom, Big River, especially Rodizio's, but they need to have a lot nicer hole because it's a fancier restaurant. Yes. Maybe some uh, vinyl fucking padding or something. Yeah. Some something, like, look, some, whatever some little, it is. They also need like some little louvers at eye level that you can flip up and down so you can take a peek on those. Yeah. <laughs> Ask for What's crazy about you bringing up this glory hole thing is I was listening to this uh, stand-up comedian the other day out of New York, and he was talking about being about being bisexual and how, I guess, in New York, glory holes are like a fairly common uh, thing. That's not right. a wild, like, you know, a lot of people use them. And he was talking about being told no. If there's any other places <laughs> besides fucking Drake's, too. I mean, there's got to be other glory holes around here besides Drake's, right? Um, I'm not even sure that Drake's ha- actually has one. It was just on a list of places that have one. I don't know, but we will go check it out. I think Drake's is a new joint. Oh, no, they for sure got one. It's a sushi bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, they for sure got a glory hole. Yeah, you know that. You know how them sushi bars are. Yeah. Them sushians. It's a sushi bar, cocktail bar, American. American? Yeah. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. It basically, it, honest to God, it looks like Applebee's, right? With a better bar and sushi. Well, whatever that does for you, you should definitely, you know, if you're gonna fucking support local restaurants, this is the way to do it. I yeah. think. And also, you Get know, yourself if, a drink. Yeah. Wander into the restroom. And, you know, if you're willing to support a local restaurant, you should also be willing to support a local podcast <laughs> by going to Tee Public and finding us on there. We'll, we'll share all of our links, but you go follow us on show, social media, find us on Tee Public. We're also, we're all the time putting out new merch and stuff. Yeah. Stickers, shirts, anything you can think of. You can put our logo on literally fucking anything. Yeah. Go to hashtag anything. Paul's a dick as well and. Yeah, for sure. Share it. Share your Paul's a dick picture with us. Yeah. I'd like to see what... Uh, I'm sure everybody's got a Paul in their life. Yeah, everybody's got a Paul in their life or in their friend group for sure. Yeah. All right. Anything else we need to go over? No. We're just ending it here. Let's fucking call it. Yeah, I'm ready to fucking get out of here. I want to finish this on the beer. All right. We got to stop now so I can drink another beer. Yeah. <laughs>
Bye, guys. Bye.